I Call to Order, The Devil's Lettuce Film Society. This is a series of podcasts that serves as a series of commentary tracks where we invite you to get legally high with us and watch a movie with us. I'm your host, The Shaman, joined as always by my co-host, El Pinchito. On a bed of roses. On a bed of roses. And uh, we also have our lovely online peanut gallery joining us. All these uh, beautiful anonymous folks watching from the comfort of their homes. Woo woo. Hey, there they are. And on this episode, we are going to be watching a real classic. Uh, Pinchy, do you remember how this came up? I know somebody mentioned it, but I can't remember who. This is the problem with doing a podcast where the whole gimmick is getting stuck. Yeah. I can never remember who brings these things up. Well, we learned it here and we'll learn it here again. It's, I, I suppose. I'm pretty sure it was the uh, the pineapple night. I think while we were watching... The pineapple... Was it the pineapple... Was it Myron? Oh, could maybe it, it was even... Yeah, it could have been. It could have been on the <laughs> episode knows. with Myron. Consult our archives... And you will find an episode where somebody mentions Tremors for some reason. I can't even remember the context for it. But it instantly went on the list when we learned that Pinchy had never seen Tremors. And it's been a while since I've seen this. Probably like close to 10 years since the last time I watched Tremors. But I have seen this a bunch of times. Uh, Growing up, I owned it on VHS. Uh, Back in the scarcity days before the internet which meant that uh, I watched it because I owned it, and that's what you did. Remember that time where you couldn't just have any movie you wanted at the tip of your fingers, and so you built your own tiny library, and even if they weren't great movies, you watched them a hundred times because that's what was there? Man, I remember going to Blockbuster was like an event. It was like the thing you were doing for the night. Like, first, we're going to go to Blockbuster. That was your... Your whole weekend yeah. was Blockbuster. You start on Friday night, and you go and you get your snacks. Yes. You rent yourself a, a SNES game. Got it. And uh, Mandatory. one or two VHS. If you're lucky, they'd have a deal where it was like three VHSs for five bucks. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then you'd, sp- and you'd wear them out over the weekend. Yeah. And you'd play the first level of your video game about a million times and never get any further. Yeah. Because those games were hard. They were hard. So, <laughs> so we're watching Tremors from 1990, uh, directed by Ron Underwood and starring Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward and Michael Gross and some other fine folks who you might recognize uh, from some other classic properties. Uh, There's one in particular who I always forget that she's in this. And then whenever she pops up, I'm like, oh, hey, there she is. So expect me to go, oh, hey, when she pops up in the movie. Um, And uh, yeah, I think that's all I need to say is an intro to Tremors. We'll talk a lot more about it as we watch it. And uh, Pinchy, what are you partaking in this evening? Well, tonight I'm going to be partaking in the very luscious Strawberry Jerry. Strawberry Jerry! (laughs) Uh, It's a sativa-dominant hybrid strain. Uh, 70% sativa, 30% indica, um, with an average of 24% THC, because I gotta, you know pandemic man my tolerance is just boo through the roof through the roof uh the the aroma is of fresh strawberries and spicy diesel 
wrapped up with a mellow, earthy overtone. Um, I do have to say, I've, I've smoked this strain a lot, and it it's very jammy. I think I actually messaged you and Vince Nitro yeah. when, I, when I sparked it up one day. I'm like, oh my god, it's like smoking jam! I'm having a great time, wish you were here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it really does have, like, a strawberry flavor to it. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Wow. Um, it's, it's known for its weirdly savory flavor and creeping hazy effects. Strawberry Jerry is great for awake and bake when you want to get up and enjoy the great outdoors, but don't have much of anything to focus on afterward. Oh, man. I know the perfect uh, venue for something like that. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to, to go there soon. 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 Um, so effects overall, it's a creeper high sneaking up on your mind slowly before pushing <laughs> oh, your see, head. that's very appropriate. It's thematic for Tremors. It's going to oh, sneak up on you. When you're not looking. Ah, ah. Um, and then it'll push your head into a hazy and euphoric state. You'll feel an influx of physical and mental energy come next, filling you with the get up and move tingle and helping to focus your hazy mind. Um, so halfway through the movie, Pinchy's just going to start like shimming around in her seat, getting her, she wants to get up and go do stuff. Right. I mean, probably not, though. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> so, uh, so it says the focus does ebb and flow, so beware. You might not be able to get what you need done. That's okay. I got nothing to do but sit here with all y'alls. Um, hey. hey. And the, uh, you know, good for, it's very, effects overall are cerebral, creative, energizing, euphoric, focused, and uplifting. Good for ADD slash ADHD, depression, fatigue, headaches, migraines, and stress. Uh, I didn't even write down the negatives because I'm over it. <laughs> we can just make them up. We've heard yeah. them all at this point. Go for it. Uh, dry yeah, mouth. They, they, dry, dry mouth. Red eyes. Uh, maybe you'll get paranoid. Paranoia. Maybe you'll get anxious. Dry maybe headaches. you'll get hungry. Sleepy. That's probably sleepy. That's probably about it. I'm waiting, I'm still waiting for the day where we get one where it's like negative effect, you might grow an extra appendage or just like anything, anything out of the ordinary. I mean, that'd be great. You can sign me up for, for that strain when that comes out. Well, maybe when yours comes out, maybe when we harvest, you know, we get some. I was, I was, I was going to, I was, I was going to talk shaman, but hey, that's not bad. I was thinking of just calling it straight up devil's lettuce, but. Oh, uh... yes. Okay. But yeah, so sadly, that is not what I am partaking in. Uh, I am having some more of the same stuff that I had last time, which is ice cream Sunday, uh, hybrid cross of bitch slap and Sunday driver, small chunky buds, surprisingly dense, varying shades of forest green with tufts of red orange pistols and a moderate dusting of trichomes. Um, it has uh, creamy, floral, and fuel-like flavors. It will calm you down, relax you, and make you feel uplifted. It's good for treatment of pain, anxiety, and loss of appetite. A well-balanced strain with calming and uplifting effects that melt into a deep relaxation you'll feel throughout your body. At small bud prices, because these are tiny little buds and I got a deal on them, Ice Cream Sunday is a steal that will brighten your mood at any time of day. But uh, yeah, my plants are coming along, I want to say in another month or two, I might actually have some to partake in on this very show. Ooh, the ladies. Cool. 
Yeah, the ladies are growing up, starting to run out of space under my grow lights. That's awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, are we ready to get this road on the show? Let's get this show road on the show. So, uh, here are the instructions to sync your own copy. I have my copy at uh, the zero mark, the beginning of the timeline. Uh, the copy we're watching is one hour, 35 minutes, and 37 seconds long. And I'm going to count down three, two, one play and when i say play you hit play and hopefully you'll be synced up with us and we can all watch together so three two one play yes okay so i'm gonna go spark spark this up by the window over there do it no frills. It's a no frills production. <laughs> you can buy this at uh, at the discount uh, grocery stores in Ontario. Wow, that's handy. No frills. An introduction to Kevin Bacon as he takes a leak off a cliff. He sure is. This is 1990. And his buddy here, Fred Ward, you'll recognize him from a variety of other things. 1990. How old was I in 1990? I was seven years old. Three. You were three? Yeah, man. Jesus, I'm so old. You're advanced. You're advanced. In fact, uh, not old. You are what? <laughs> in fact, not old. <laughs> so yeah, this guy, Fred Ward, you might recognize him from some other things. He's been, he's just a very prolific character actor. Reba McIntyre. Yeah, that's right. Reba McIntyre is in this, but she's not the one. She's not the one that I'll, I'll go, ah. So this was directed by a guy named Ron Underwood, and uh, I didn't actually realize it until I looked him up for this show, but uh, he also directed City Slickers the following year. Two early 90s classics. So someone was asking before the show started, what is the deal with Kevin Bacon? The what deal, deal. Okay, okay, so <laughs> what deal do you do you need to what? know? Like, why is he such a weird? I don't know. Like, what's the? Who cares? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Why not six degrees of Tom Cruise? Why not six degrees of Neil deGrasse Tyson? Well, you could do all of those. Um, you know what? I don't. Let me. I'm actually going to get you a clear answer on the six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. Because I don't have a set answer for that. Because the thing is, like, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon is a play on Six Degrees of Separation. 
And the, the idea behind six degrees of separation is uh, this, this conceit or like this, this thing that posits that any two people on Earth are six or fewer acquaintance links apart. Which is a pretty interesting, like, thought experiment. The idea that we're only about six people away from anybody on Earth. You know, I know so-and-so who knows all these people, and through that we can connect ourselves to anybody at all. And uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, uh, I've got an answer for you here. Uh, it was created by some university students who... Um, Let's see here. Four Albright College students invented the game that became known as Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon after watching two movies featuring Kevin Bacon back to back. Those two movies were Footloose and The Air Up There. And during the second movie, they began to speculate on how many movies Bacon had been in and the number of people with whom he had worked. And thus, the game was born. Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. But it works really well because Kevin Bacon is a prolific actor. I guess you could call him a character actor. I almost feel like he's starred in too many things to be considered a character actor anymore. But uh, he, he has 97 credits to his name. And even just off the top of my head, like you think of, he was in, you know, Apollo 13. Well, who else is in Apollo 13? Tom Hanks, Gary Sinise, uh, Tom Hanks alone is just a connection to so many other people. And that like, that's just one movie. Like he's done some big um, name A-list things, but also... Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. He's not above just doing rando bullshit. And he's all over it. <laughs> he really owns the the persona, the, the idea that he's sort of in everything and uh, can fit any role. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about uh, Apollo 13 is like a prestige picture, and right now we're watching one where he hunts giant underground worms. Dude will do anything. And he was in the first Friday the 13th. So he's kind of like a Nicolas Cage. He does have a certain Nicolas Cage-ness to him. I think the big difference, though, is that Nicolas Cage is that much more bombastic. Like, Nicolas Cage, you know him because of his personality. What do you know about Kevin Bacon's personality? Nothing. Not a lot, right? He doesn't really have, like, a trademark. His trademark is that he's in everything. Right. And that he exposes his penis in most things. He is not afraid to show off the bacon. Because <laughs> I'm confident that I could, like, draw his penis. <laughs> I hope you will over the course of this movie. Um, <laughs> back away. Has he shown his dong in anything besides wild things? I'm trying to think of what he's shown it in besides wild things. Um, the Invisible, invisible Man. man. Oh, you're oh, you're right. right. Hollow Man. man. See, see, now I gotta look this up, too. Well, let's Google that. There's definitely a website all about that. He's probably, He's probably got his own Pornhub category. Can you show us some of your sketch work at, at, at the end? <laughs> There's a... I'm sure she has a whole portfolio. I would like to put mm. 
who have so, been to, uh, to Burning Man that this landscape is incredibly familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Surprisingly, I can't find just a, an easy list of this. Of what? His dick pics? Oh, oh, here we go. Uh, oh my, okay. So Hollow Man, Hollow Man means that uh, there exists like a 3D scan of Kevin Bacon's penis. <laughs> I wonder if we can, I wonder if we can get that like 3D printed. I mean, here's, here's a, a here's an article that says Kevin Bacon is happy to whack out his wiener for the world. Okay, I mean, sure. Oh, okay. Um, let's see here. Is it actually going to say? I don't think it's going to say. My favorite headline so far is Kevin Bacon wants more gratuitous male nudity oh, in film, and then there's a quote that says, "Gentlemen, it's time to pick bacon." <laughs> Wow. You know, I'm with them. <laughs> yeah, man. Down with pants. Down with pants. Rock out with your cock out, man. Fucking. Just give her. So is that actually what this movie's about? Rocking out with your cock out? <laughs> funny okay so there is a funny story about that that i read when i was uh, reading up on some tremors trivia um we haven't seen them yet but the giant worms in these movies they're called graboids uh they they have a big spiky mouth and then from out of the spiky mouth come like little sort of snake-like tentacles with their own mouths sort of a you know kind of a zoidberg uh, situation, oh, but uh, apparently the original design for these things were a bit more like uh, Beetlejuice, you know, the sandworms in Beetlejuice, where there's a mouth that opens up and then another head comes out from inside. Yeah, tiny but, but mouth. They've, but they vetoed it because it was way too phallic. Oh, really? Yeah. The tiny mouth was way too phallic? Or like the no, no, no. Having one big head inside the mouth was too phallic, so they made it a big mouth with lots of smaller mouths inside. And let me tell you, it's it is still pretty phallic. I I was I, I mean I haven't myself seen many penises with a single mouth head that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like mouth and then tiny mouth comes out. That's not what penis like, is like. Like a like a foreskin. Oh. <laughs> what? I'm thinking like okay. I'm gonna <laughs> draw it. Can you show you? No. Yes. Yes. We can review your sketchbook at the end. Well. <laughs> yeah, I expect to see everybody's final graphic design assignments at the end of this. <laughs> oh my god. What did you say, Dick Butt? There's a great interview with Geiger. Yeah. Where he's talking about like that was his idea for the alien's mouth. 
just because you wanted it to be phallic and weird. Mm -hmm. And specifically, um, the scene where the alien like fills the the guy by just like stabbing him in the face with his tiny mouth. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just very excellent because Geiger's like, yeah, I want to make people uncomfortable with this weird phallic thing in the theaters. Yeah. It worked. I know. It really worked. Man, I really want to go to the Geiger Museum one day. I think it's in... Is it in Germany? Switzerland. Oh, it's in Switzerland. I really want to go, too. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, meet you there. <laughs> I'm going to get on a plane. Don't let me? us field trip. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the girl on the pogo stick. I'm not sure I've ever played with a pogo stick. I feel like I'm missing out. You'd probably be good on it. I don't know. It's fun for a few minutes. And there's a non-zero chance that you fall on your face. But you're pretty good on that one wheel. That's just like, uh... A more mobile pogo stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really, I love my one wheel. If you can ride that thing while just perpetually jumping up and down, you could probably ride a pogo stick. Swear to God, I'm going to draw a picture of what I was thinking. I want to see it. Maybe it's going to be our new logo. <laughs> should we just change, should we just change all our branding to be the Kevin Bacon Film Society? Oh, no, no. He's got a lot of movies. We could watch Animal House next. I'm not sure I've seen that either. Who knows, man? So where are they supposed to be? They are in this tiny podunk desert town called Perfection. It is a fictional place. In Nevada, though. <laughs> it's a fictional place in Nevada. Yeah. Based on your life. No doubt.
Oh, oh, what's gonna happen? wasn't windy or treacherous enough. Where was this films? Okay, so. Oh, 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 what wait, ki- wait. What kind of penis <laughs> looks like that? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me! <laughs> which penis? Okay. No, okay, so uh, I believe the original design. So you, you, you've got the one thing like coming out like a long tongue. Yes! Right? Okay, so instead of a tongue, make it like another head that's inside the mouth. Not like stretching out. Oh, like inside, yeah. That is a foreskin. Like, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Man, penises, the more you know. <laughs> oh, God. That's how I want to go. <laughs> That's the guy. That's the guy? That's Egg Chen. Victor Wong. He was in Three Ninjas, that childhood classic. Never seen it. It's terrible. Is it? Yeah. Perfection Valley. It's the name of someone's butt crack somewhere. 
uh, Perfection Valley. In this room. <laughs> it's the cat's name. What? Her little butt hurt. So yeah, she is really cute. The cat is extra cute. Well, she sleeps, just in oh, case oh. anyone was wondering. <laughs> That's why they call it a brain bucket. Okay, okay. This little, this little girl. Oh, Jurassic Park. There you go. <laughs> it's a unicorn. <laughs> it is a unix system. system. I know this one. <laughs> Man, that looks pretty gnarly for the 80s. 90s, whenever this was made, sometime early. 1990. Yeah, it is. Man, don't you remember in the 90s, though, there was like a solid string of movies that came out for a while? Yeah. What Some happened? absolute classics in the early 90s. What happened? I feel like me and you have talked about this before. It could be our own bias, our own bias because we grew up with those movies. But I, I, but I still think that there are some standouts and uh, you, can, you can see the proof that they are truly great by the fact that people keep trying to make sequels to them even today. So like Jurassic Park, Terminator 2, those are early, both early 90s movies. Um, and... Well, uh, Tremors, we were talking about it before we started recording. This has five, five sequels and at least one TV series. I know they've attempted wow. a TV series more than once. That is a metric shit ton of fucking content around one idea. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you look at franchises like Jurassic Park and uh, Terminator, we're still getting new movies in those franchises today. So yeah, I guess I guess you could say that the early '90s had some really big hits. Do you think <laughs> are movies be <laughs> facey just made the <laughs> um are they holding movies back 
like are movies being held back right now during the pandemic yeah yeah there are some movies that have gotten big big delays because they want to release them in theaters oh really the new james bond and uh dune they've been delayed really and what quiet place quiet place too quiet place man that movie never made sense to me why didn't they just go and live in a library <laughs> is this what is qu- the peanut gallery just whispered shut up <laughs> <laughs> a library it makes sense <laughs> Nobody makes any noise in a library. It's genius. I'd love to see stats on the people who survived this quiet place. Did you think it's like 50% librarians and they're past the So, but what's a quiet place, though? Is it a good movie? Oh, A Quiet Place is a... Well, up to you whether you consider it good or not. I was not as impressed as everybody else was. The premise is that aliens invade, and the aliens are blind, but they have incredible uh, sense of hearing. So everybody has to stay quiet or the aliens will get them. And they're like monster aliens that will just rip you apart. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can't make a can't make a sound. It it's actually it's kind of like Tremors in some ways. A quiet place is. Yeah, it kind of is. Man, you know what other movie came out in the 90s-ish? Well, maybe not. Anaconda? <laughs> uh, mine don't want none unless you got buns, hon. That is a classic right there. Also that movie, it, it was so irritating to watch for a multitude of reasons, but also because it's like, how many times to be eaten and regurgitated by a giant <laughs> Only one way to find out. Snock. And then he winked at her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sneaky snock. <laughs> they are the sneaky snacks. Photos of you and the snake monster. I admit, I'd totally pay for one of these photos.
fucking crazy survivalist dude. Man, adults look so old in the 90s. <laughs> you've you've made this comment before. You've commented on how old people look older in the past. Yes. <laughs> old people look older in the past. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> My parents look far older in the 90s than I do at the same age, surely. Ah. Maybe it's just the way they dress, like like they gave up. This could be another one of our biases. We're so accustomed to how clothing looks now that seeing these outdated fashions instantly makes us think, oh, they look really old. Yeah. It's all relative, man. It's all relative, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> saying about horse hooves oh apparently horse hooves are really sensitive yeah a friend of ours was was telling us that horse hooves have a lot of nerve endings apparently and they supposedly very much enjoy having their hooves cleaned oh how did how did this come up it was a D&D thing. Well. <laughs> in D&D, there's a thing called tieflings, and tieflings have hooves, and D&D's a weird time. Oh. Right? <laughs> it got weird. What? <laughs> 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 Last back. Oh. <laughs> Horses. I'm wondering what Reba McIntyre's dude has with the Atlanta Hawks in the middle of the desert. Why was he shooting him? Is he shooting? I guess he had to maybe move there from Atlanta. Must be. He point this hat out. Is it basketball? Yeah. It's basketball. He's not very good at basketball. Yeah. So are there like backwater towns in Nevada like this? Like people just living 
we've we've driven through them. Oh yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. Like multiple times. <laughs> remember, remember the carnival. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> I drove through a town the last time I was on my way to Nevada called Dicks. And the best part about Dicks is their their town sign says, "We have an ATM." <laughs> well, good. <laughs> good to know. Wow. That was a close one. Yeah. I mean the the ATM, yeah. Dicks money, Dicks bucks. Dicks bucks. <laughs> Although in fairness, Dick's did set, serve one of the best breakfast burritos I've ever had. Oh! And it came out of your butt. A, a, a dick burrito. <laughs> a dick burrito. <laughs> I could really deep throat a dick burrito right about now. They know they're phallic foods. They only serve phallic foods and dicks. <laughs> and popsicles. That's it. <laughs> Corn on the cob. <laughs> Zucchinis. Subway sandwiches. <laughs> bananas. Yeah, bananas. Cucumbers, bananas. You need some fruit and vegetables in there. Whoa. What's in. Oh, and it's got tiny mouth. Hey, yeah, there we go. Man, there was an episode of The Mandalorian like this. There was. There certainly was. Man, The Mandalorian was the best Star Wars movie I've ever watched. I wasn't as keen on season two, personally, but oh, it's still uh, good. I loved it all. Yeah, I really dig the style. Everything about it was great. Did we finish it? No, we have two episodes left. That's oh. happening this weekend! Yeah, it is! Yeah! I also really want to check out the uh, the the WandaVision. That's supposed to be good too, isn't it? I haven't watched that yet. I haven't watched it. I just finished that and I cried so hard. Really? I highly recommend it. It will destroy you emotionally. Wow. <laughs> Alright. Oh no. <laughs> I'm already destroyed. I can't be destroyed anymore. <laughs> Killed the worm thing. And, it, and it's got ketchup for blood. Oh! Man, that's some good, like, prop effects. It's a pretty cool giant worm. I want this in HD, man. It's probably been given a Blu-ray release by now. Like, that's some pretty good prop I, I'd be surprised. They're clearly milking every dollar out of this yeah. that they possibly can. Right?
So is this the original worm in the ground story? Like, is this before Beetlejuice? No, No, Beetlejuice would be before this. (laughs) And also it's after Dune. (laughs) So yeah, much like the worms in Dune, uh, it hunts by sensing tremors in the ground. Which brings me to the the fan theory theory that I read. You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. Lay it on me, string beads. Footloose takes place in the same universe as Tremors. Okay. Not only is Kevin Bacon in both of them, but the reason they banned dancing in the town in Footloose was so that they didn't attract the giant worms. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. That's amazing. Yeah, it wasn't the Baptist at all. You know, it's, it's really interesting. I always thought it was called Tremors because the worms make tremors in the ground. Uh, I, I mean, it very well could be. Yeah, but it's just a whole other perspective. I hadn't considered the fact that they're attracted to the tremors. <laughs> yeah, to use your thumpers to get the spice. Mm-hmm. And walk without rhythm. So, I'm not sure I've ever seen Footloose either, but were they, that, that was the actual storyline? They were not allowed to... The, 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 yeah, the plot in Footloose is the, the uber-religious people have banned dancing, but Kevin Bacon just can't keep himself from dancing. Huh. Huh. It was, um really controversial this movie Footloose. why because because why because culture wars <laughs> for footloose oh i know for kids oh, okay but it was made at a certain time were that made more sense than it does now? Because, wow. like, it doesn't make much much sense now. <laughs> it was made at the height of the 80s, 80s version of Cultural Arts. What was the 80s version? Uh, dancing. Yeah. Dancing? Dancing was bad. It was bad? It was bad. There's a, there's a whole wave of, like... Of like like anti music propaganda in the late eighties, early nineties. Anti music? Oh yeah. The Parents Music Resource Center, the whole reason why you have those parental advisory labels on albums is because <laughs> Al Gore's wife was pissed off about music. Tipper Gore in the late eighties. Wait, is this about the satanic panic and why like As, okay. all related, yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> I knew that metal was a gateway drug to Satan. I mean, that's when I was initiated into the Seventh Circle. <laughs> Tipper Gore was the, the head of the Parents Music Resource Center. Were people bored in the 80s? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Quite the opposite. They had too much on their minds. Well, they got to drugs and Satan. Yeah. 
So uh, a couple of other actors who were offered the role that Kevin Bacon is playing. Uh, it was offered to Bill Paxton. It was offered to Matthew Modine. And it was offered to Bruce Campbell. Oh, man. Uh, Bruce Campbell probably would have done a good job. Really? That's yeah, like he would have killed it. Yeah, he really would have. I'm pretty sure that for like five minutes, Bill Paxton was trying to rival Kevin Bacon for for some sort of... Just like the secondary actor. Was it, He was in uh, Apollo 13 as well. Oh, That's like yeah, the yeah. nexus point. Yeah, I mean, he's also in like a billion things for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Hudson. Game over, man. <laughs> Game over, man. A Did they like sleep in the desert? Yeah, they're stuck on this rock because the the big worm, the graboid, is waiting for them. As soon as they set foot on the ground, it'll eat them. What? It's it's, it's just it's, the floor is lava. Waiting for yeah. their terminal. Yeah, the, the worms are waiting for them at the bottom of the this rock. Is they can't climb up the rock. Just that scene in Dune where Paul and Lady Jessica are trying to get to the Fremen. Tremors is just a Dune sequel. Yeah. Or a Dune prequel. This is where it all started. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is like literally millennia before before we colonized Arrakis. Kevin Bacon is the original Fremen. <laughs> Fremen Bacon! <laughs> Fremen Bacon! <laughs> Honestly, I'm shocked that they never went there with the franchise. <laughs> yeah, you know, now that I think about it, we were talking about uh, comparing this to A Quiet Place earlier. There really is a very particular genre of monster movie where it's like, you can't do x or the monster will get you so like in this it's you can't touch the ground or the monster will get you and in a quiet place it's you can't make noise or the monster will get you or a bird box you can't look you have to you can't look at it or the monster will get you um it's just interesting to consider that this there's this whole sort of subgenre of monster movies where it's all about 
Like depri deprivation. Yeah, it follows you. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's always about like a deprivation of a very basic thing. Which I mean, I guess it's scary, but uh, it's interesting to consider that monster movies in particular sort of gravitate towards that setup. How is she driving? <laughs> she's she's pushing the gas with one hand and holding the wheel with the other. Oh, they made it back. Now, come on, goddammit, give me an excuse to show my penis on camera. <laughs> Does he show his penis in this one? <laughs> no, not in this one. We were trying to find the definitive list. It doesn't seem like anybody's actually compiled it. That's and before you ask, no, no, I will not be doing that. <laughs> So there is a website, oracleofbacon.org, 
which will it will connect any two actors if you want but of course it's meant to be used with kevin bacon so uh hey why don't we do a few somebody name an actor that you don't think connects to kevin bacon the the real game is trying to get it with more than three connections Oh, Steve Buscemi, I, how much you want to bet it's a bacon number of one? I'm willing to bet they've been in something together. Oh, it's two. Steve Buscemi was in Rampart with John Bernthal, who is in The Air I Breathe with Kevin Bacon. Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. Two, Charlton Heston was in Earthquake with Walter Matthau, who was in JFK with Kevin Bacon. Wow. Christopher Lee. Uh, Christopher Lee was in The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring with Liv Tyler, who is in the movie Super with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Audrey Hepburn. Uh, Hepburn was in Roman Holiday with Eddie Albert, who was in the big picture with Kevin Bacon. It's hard to get even above two. Wonder. I think you have to think of someone like the other person just has to have been only in a, a couple of movies. Maybe, no, no, that wouldn't work. Neil Breen. <laughs> Neil Breen. Oh, that is a good one. <gasps> Neil Breen cannot be connected to Kevin Bacon. Yes, the peanut gallery beat the system with Neil Breen. I wonder if Tommy Wiseau is also... Uh, Nope. Tommy Wiseau has two. He was in Cold Moon with Frank Whaley, who was in JFK with Kevin Bacon. But Neil Breen breaks the system. Towins. That's awesome. Wait, what was Tommy Wiseau in? <laughs> he was in a movie called Cold Moon with an actor named Frank Whaley. Ah! From 2016. It is a drama horror movie. Oh, and Tommy Wiseau just has like a, he, he's credited as a rodeo official, so he's barely in it. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, no. Walk with a rhythm. Harper Wagoff. <laughs> blah. Blah, 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 blah. It's my way to get it, girl. 
<laughs> oh, I love these, I love these gags. Oh, it's, it's the penis! A bacon, bacon penis! <laughs> the bacon and eggs! Wow. Oh, it. wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm. That is, that is yes. fantastic. God, I gotta frame that. <laughs> I'm gonna print that one out and hang it on my wall next to the uh, the drawing you did of my cats. <laughs> I mean, I think the cats are better. <laughs> oh, look at that cat! Oh, there they are. <laughs> so what wonderful. a couple of gentlemen. Wow, look at that ancient crush bottle. Wow. Uh, and there's some nostalgia. A couple of shelves of just VHS rental tapes at the general store. <laughs> Really is just like the floor is lava on a huge scale. Did you ever watch that uh, that game show, The Floor Is Lava? Um, was it one of the Japanese ones we were watching? No, it's on it's on Netflix. It's it's pretty amusing. Oh yeah. They took an old IKEA and they turned it into an obstacle course with all this like bubbling liquid to represent the lava. Then they make people go through it. It's kind of like, like a ninja warrior thing then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is a, that is a classy picture you drew there, Pinchy. <laughs> We're going to have to include all these images with the show notes. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> he looks so happy. <laughs> Blah. Hey. Hey. hey! It's me, the Graboid! <laughs> Blah! <laughs> I'm gonna get you with my little mouth!
So Pinchy, have you you've probably met a celebrity at some point, right? Um, Jay Ingram. Jay Ingram, yes. Jay Ingram has a bacon number of three. Wow. How is he connected? He, Kitty. so he was in, let me see what this is. It's a film. He was in a movie called Best Seller. Jay Ingram was. No way. Wow. Yeah, Jay Ingram was in Best Seller with Mary Carver, who is in Safe with Jodie Markell. And uh, Jody Markell was entrapped with Kevin Bacon. Wait, did you say save? So, safe. 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 Part of the peanut gallery has three degrees of separation to Kevin. All of the peanut gallery does. We we all know the person who met Sam Rockwell, and they have a bacon number of two. So we we all have a bacon number of three, at most. Wow. But it's it's entirely possible that one of us has met someone who was in something with Kevin Bacon, putting our number at two. I'm really having a hard time recalling any celebrities I've met. I mean, other than Jay Ingram. <laughs> so, uh, this guy, Burt Gummer, with all the guns, the survivalist nut, uh, he's the only character who has been in every Tremors thing. Really? Because he has all those guns. <laughs> <laughs> Just wailing on it. Okay, so though for like a police station in a town with like you know six people. Oh, this isn't a police station. Oh, that's what just someone's house. This is they this have is just guns? his survivalist bunker. Oh my god.
<laughs> that dude must feel so vindicated right now. Mother Hummers. <laughs> Way to go, dude! All right. What tubular? <laughs> totally radical. This guy's walking around like he's got an erection that will never die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we've seen a drawing of it. <laughs> At least two, for sure. He's eating a house. She really did make her brief career out of being menaced by prehistoric monsters, didn't she? So, is there, like, a story here other than worm eats you? Don't touch floor. Floor is lava. Well, I mean, depends on what you want to define. Like, no, the, the premise really is just monster worm will get you if you touch the ground. No, no but, snack. Uh, <laughs> but the story itself, like what I think is is fun about this is it gives us such a simple a simple premise and then it does variations on it. How do you get away from the graboids? 
these like, oh, you go, I'm going to go up on a roof. Well, what happens if you go up on a roof? Look at this. They'll attack the building and take it down. Or I'm going to hide on top of a rock, but then you can't get to your car. It's all about coming up with clever sort of setups using that premise. All that to say, no, uh, indeed, as someone in our chat says, the real, the premise here is no step on snack. <laughs> no step on snack. No step on snack. <laughs> this was the film debut of Reba McIntyre. I wonder what attracted her to this project after so many years of being a country western music star. Man. She, she was trying to be the next Loretta Lynn. Who's Loretta Lynn? Hmm? Also a country music star. Who did some film work. Man, this snack is also pretty, like, OP, man. It's an OP snack? It's an OP snack. Like, how can you be, like, a building and it be a snack? And... <laughs> and... <laughs> and... <laughs> they don't even get into uh, the fact here that it unlocks, like, like like long distance space travel for the entirety of humanity. The snack does? Yeah, this is a prequel to Dune. <laughs> Starring Fremen Bacon. Just unbanned dancing. <laughs> Just. <laughs> yeah, so as I was saying, how is it like building and snack and snack just like, I'm gonna eat the building now? It's a monster snack. That's a pretty OP oh. snack! That dude was Remo Williams. Yeah, he was Remo Williams. Yeah, that's I keep thinking of, what do I know that guy from? Fred Ward. Yeah, he was Remo Williams. I really liked him in uh, Cast a Deadly Spell. I don't know how many of you guys saw Cast a Deadly Spell. 
Oh man, it's pretty good. It's uh so imagine Roger Rabbit, who framed Roger Rabbit, but instead of cartoons, it's a world where like Lovecraftian magic and beings exist. It's like a hard-boiled detective story, uh, but mixed with the works of H.P. Lovecraft. It's a good movie. It is rad. Uh, it was directed, cast a deadly spell. Last I checked, the whole thing was on YouTube, but it might have been taken down. No, no, don't step on the snack. Snack likes bacon. Snack likes bacon. <laughs> So what, why did he go out there? He's going to get the bulldozer so that they can drive out of there because the bulldozer, they think, is like heavy duty enough that the worms won't be able to break through it. <laughs> Snack.
Smoosh it. No, no. <laughs> this Bert guy is the only guy having way too much fun. <laughs> so are they just like leaving their home behind yeah they're trying to trying to escape They should have just grabbed Nicholas Cage from Mandy, given him a chainsaw, let him take off full rage, and just go to town all the worms. <laughs> I am totally with you. I would watch that movie. Yes, please. Two, please. I'll take two.
Yeah, this thing's pretty OP. <laughs> like, not only does it eat buildings, but it, like, is smart enough to think in advance and set traps. This isn't a worm. This is... Aliens. I think the explanation is that they're, like, dinosaurs, basically. They're prehistoric creatures. In the sequels, they have, like, dumb plot lines where these things evolve, and uh, in part two, they have legs, and then in part three, they can fly by shooting f fire out their butts. Oh, then I've definitely seen the third <laughs> one, too. <laughs> Part two is pretty funny. Uh, Kevin Bacon's not in it, but uh, Fred Ward, Remo Williams, his his buddy, uh, is the star and goes into business hunting these worms by putting bombs in the back of remote control cars and then driving the remote control car out into the graboid territory. Yeah, it's too fast. Why indeed? <laughs> they take so long to do anything. Just start a civilization right here on this rock. Let's challenge them to a dance-off. <laughs> hey, another movie I'd watch. <laughs> no, no do doing the worm. <laughs> Two electric bug <laughs> 
Oh, bacon's getting sizzly. So this is what he did after family ties, huh? Yep. And for like the rest of his career too. Yeah, right. <laughs> he has really made a living off of these giant worms. <laughs> Neat. Yum. Ew. Oh, he's full of balloons. Mm -hmm. Full of chili cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the new chili cheese graboid. <laughs> Available at Dick's. <laughs> oh no! Nice shot.
you gotta treat this the way those Gake no Tsuke guys uh, did the endurance tag. Uh-huh. It's like everybody split up and go in different directions. <laughs> Man, that show was something else. So sneaky. The sneaky snack. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, chili cheese. Oh, it looks delicious. I'm a cowboy. I'm a steel horse. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cause I'm a cowboy. Yum. <laughs> now kiss. <laughs> Roll credits. There we have it. Tremors, 1990 classic movie. Tremors, starring Ooh. Egg Shen, Lex from Jurassic Park, Remo Eggs. Williams, Eggs and the man who's connected to everything, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Fremen Bacon. My God! I I really enjoy that. It's a, such a classic, like Close, B movie. It's by Reba McIntyre. There we go. Footloose to Tremors, and then flash forward a long time for Dune. I'm into that. That's that's. I mean, I. I like I like this little uh, this graboid cinematic universe that we've constructed here. It's really good. I actually really like that movie. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, it's it's super fun. Really solid B movie. What did you think of it, Pinchy? Man, you know I don't. No step on snack. It was, Op snack. It was no step on snack. I don't know. I I found it boring. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> oh, no. Even with all the discussion of the snack, no, those were the, the best parts. Of Wang's. The best parts were when we were all talking about penises. <laughs> <laughs> that is truly the best part of Tremors, right? And the and the I eggs really and enjoy bacon. this one. So what, uh, how many, how many uh, Kevin Bacon penises do you give it out of five? I give this one a solid 3.5 Kevin Bacon penises out of five. And what about you? You usually break the scale pretty quickly. What's the bacon number on this one? (laughs) It's like, it's like just like two Kevin Bacon penises. Two bacon dicks. Two pieces of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, served. Yeah. Out of five snacks. Out of five snacks. <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah. Right on. You give it that middling grade. Yeah, man. For the first time ever, I'm usually, you know, 
Usually you have a much more extreme opinion. I usually do. I guess it is Friday. It's been a long week. It's been a long week and uh, just a lot of snacks that need to be stepped on. It's been a long snack. Just don't snap on snack. <laughs> um well do we want it, it do we want to run any more uh any more celebrities through the the baconator michael jordan queen yeah, oh michael jordan is a good one michael jordan there's a space jam movie coming out soon Michael Jordan was in the movie Blink with Laurie Metcalf, who was in JFK with Kevin Bacon. It sounds like I've never even seen the movie JFK, but it sounds like everybody has been in it. Wow, really? Because they all that? connect Kevin Bacon through it. Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh my god, everybody is in it. Yeah, I mean, like, like, yeah. There's. there's I guess I owe it to myself to watch this at some point. Film. But uh, we're not going to do it on the Devil's Last Film Society because. It is like three hours long. Yeah. Oh man, that's rough. And on that note, I will draw this Devil's Lettuce Film Society meeting to a close. That was Tremors from 1990. And as always, use responsibly. No step on snack. No step on snack. <laughs>